You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR, helping entrepreneurs and brands get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit njrpr.com for more details and read Nicola's best-selling book, The Power of PR. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's podcast. Today, it's a solo episode. I haven't done a solo episode for ages. There's too many people that I want to bring to you to interview, but I thought I would do one because it's been a really busy few weeks and we've been doing quite a lot of things, you know, launches and things behind the scenes. And I thought it might be valuable to you to understand what we've been doing and how we did it. So basically, we've been selling every day online without any massive launches, you know, not like my affiliate launch that I do once a year, which makes us a lot of money. But we've just been selling online without a huge launch. And I wanted to tell you the things that I've done that it has helped me make over half a million pounds in cash, not just in sales. In sales, it's a lot more than that, but in cash in the last few weeks. So we wanted to hit a financial goal in what is really what people would say at the moment, a low economic time. So we started to think about what we could do to bring in an extra half a million in cash to support the business with its needs at the moment. There are some things that we wanted to do. We wanted to look at bringing in people into the business and paying for freelancers to do a few different things. And so I wanted to do that with extra money, but I had no big affiliate launches planned. And that's normally how I would make that kind of money, like the half a million plus amount. I haven't grown my audience for over probably seven, eight months. The last time we used Facebook ads was seven or eight months ago and we used them for a week. And then we stopped. So I haven't actually grown my audience much since then. My affiliates did bring in some audience members the last time we did an affiliate launch, which was, I think it was May, but we haven't done anything since then. And normally we would have done some stuff to bring in an audience. So I didn't want to use ads to make this half a million. I wanted to be organic, but I really wanted a large profit margin too. So I didn't want to be doing things that were, you know, I would spend a lot of money to make a bit of money. That isn't really how I wanted it to work. So we were thinking about different ways we could do it. And we decided that for the first time ever, we would experiment on launching more than one thing in a short period of time. So normally we launch one thing per quarter. We've always done that for the last five years. We sometimes do a downsell to something for a week after we launch something big. But I wanted to do something where we launch like six things. <laughs> including my book at the same time. So we just finished Visible and we were like, right, what are we going to do for this quarter to be able to bring in half a million? So we said, right, well, we're, we knew we were going to launch a kind of evergreen mastermind. We were going to launch it first and then it was going to turn evergreen called Level Up with Lisa. So that was the first thing we knew we were going to do. We knew already that the economic climate had started to wobble a little bit like people were starting to wobble on things like launches and whether they should do them we said we were going to plow on anyway because during 
the pandemic, people told us not to do things and we did them and it worked really well. So we were like, let's just carry on with how we were going to do things. We might tweak the messaging a bit, but let's carry on. So there was Level Up with Lisa was the first one. And then the membership, we decided to do a, to launch and open the membership. And we had goals for each of these things. And then my book launched. So we wanted to hit certain goals for my book. So we said we were going to launch that as well. And then the one, which is, it's a collaboration that I do, like my authors and co-part of the company, which is a partnership I have. It was the first course that we had ever bought out as part of that. And then we wanted to bring out Visible again, but in a different way. So Visible was going to be done as a, instead of over six days, kind of like Visible intensive kind of thing. At the same time, we were selling a strategy day. We had big goals for that, 200 people in one room. We wanted to sell that strategy day. And also the seventh thing we were going to do, which we haven't done yet, we're about, we're kind of doing it at the same time, but it hasn't properly launched big time yet is my mastermind destination inspiration for next year. So there are seven things that we were going to sell in one quarter, which we've never done before and sounded a bit foolish when we first said we were going to do it. We were worried about quite a lot of different things. As you can imagine, people tell you not to sell all the time. I've always wondered why, because shops sell all the time and hairdressers sell all the time and other businesses. So I thought, well, why, why can't we sell you know, every single day? I was a bit worried about my list because there hasn't been a day that we haven't sent an email either to a challenge or any of those things. So I was worried about that. I was worried about the amount of work. I am working harder this quarter than I've worked in other quarters. You know, if we look at Q3, the reality is that I wasn't here in Q3 because I was on holiday the whole time. I have worked properly every day, nearly, apart from Saturdays and Sundays, but yeah, we do a four day week and I have been working on some Fridays. I'm actually recording this on a Saturday, which I would never normally do. So we are working harder during this quarter and the whole team agreed that they would work harder to see if we could get this to work just for one quarter. And so that's what we decided to do. So I, I was a little bit worried about the amount of work, but I also knew that there was only one new program. The rest of the programs I've already done at some point or a version of them, plus a program of someone else's. And the in-person day, you didn't really need a proper launch. So there wasn't a lot of new marketing things to do. We could take what we'd already done and tweak things, things that we'd already sold and tweak it. Actually, I've just realized that there's eight things we did <laughs> because we got a Black Friday offer of fabulous foundations as well. So we, we stuck that in at the last minute. So eight launches. <laughs> eight launches in a few weeks. So how did we do it? How did we make this work? Because every single thing has hit target. So, so far, if we have a look, like all of the things that we've put out have either hit target or gone further than target. So level up with Lisa, we wanted um, a six figure launch and we got a multi six figure launch. Uh, lots of different things have made more than we thought. So the, the one we did a six figure launch on, the book did way over our expectations. We actually were number 67 in the Amazon book charts before it was even out or when it was on pre-order. Yeah, everything, the strategy day of 200 people completely sold out. So that was amazing. It sold out before our sort of end, end of cart, the time we were going to close the doors. So everything's been brilliant. And we've done that while people were saying that nothing was selling and that things weren't working and they were. So I wanted to tell you how we did it so that you could do it. 
and you can make more money and you can you know launch a couple of things at the same time if you want to and even if you're launching one thing like what things are making it work right now so the first thing we got organized like we didn't just go into this blindly I have an ops manager who project manages everything. So she plotted out how we could launch in small timeframes to make room for everything. This meant what we had to do because there what you know there's not much room in like eight eight to ten weeks. So what we had to do was whereas we'd normally let's say if we were doing a challenge or a webinar, we'd give people two weeks to sign up to it. We had five days on some of these to sign up to webinars, challenges, boot camps and things like that. So that was tricky, like five days to get everyone in. It meant we had to talk about it a lot more because we couldn't just put one thing out like twice in a week because we wouldn't get the numbers that we needed to. So we had to talk about it every single day. So we got organized and we we literally plotted out when we were going to talk about things for how long, when we were going to change that up, how we were going to seamlessly go into the next thing without it looking like, oh, she's just selling another thing because there was no no warm up. We weren't going to be able to use warm up. So we had to just keep things tight to fit everything in. One of the ways we did this is to make sure our messaging seamlessly went from one thing to another. So, for instance, We'd say, you know, if you couldn't join us in Level Up with Lisa, but you're looking to work with me in some way and that was too expensive, we're opening the membership for a week. And then it's like, if you want to learn about passive income and you're in the membership or you're not in the membership and you want to get a book so that you can do it in your own time, the book's coming out next week. So everything. And then it was like, you know, we're doing, we did the one and that was to how to write a business book. It's like, if you couldn't afford to come into the one, you know, it was a, it was an ex, a fairly expensive mid tier um, product. If you couldn't afford to do that, but you know, you need to be more visible. We've got a six day visible course coming out. So there was ways to kind of blend them in, which is what we did. So that's the first thing that we did. The second thing that we did is we repurposed. So I didn't want to do everything from scratch, but I did want things to be fresh. So we took emails that I'd used in past launches, masterclasses I'd used maybe three years ago, and we reused them and updated them. We changed titles on emails. We updated testimonials because we've obviously had a lot of new clients since then and people who had had amazing results. We changed the messaging around things as well. So everything was kind of fresh and new. And people don't remember if you've sent things out before. They might if you send things out a lot. But if you've you know not used something for even six months, they don't necessarily remember that you know, people don't read every word of every email. So you can get away with using things that have worked before and just tweaking it a little bit. And that really worked because it meant no new masterclasses apart from one. Like all of them we were able to use before. The visibility sprint that we used as our kind of launch event for Visible, we'd done before just with different prompts. So we just changed the prompts and everything else was the same. All the emails were already set up. And this time we said to freshen it up, we'll do it in a pop-up group, which we didn't do before. So we just used the same things, tweak things a bit, and freshened it up with new ways of doing things rather than new information. Always adding new testimonials will really help. And you always have that each time because you have new people that have done things. So that worked really well. The third thing that we did is we asked, the before we started anything, we asked my audience the issues they were having right now because we wanted to see which products they would buy. 
And we wanted to see if we already had things that could help them with the problems that they were already having. So we had to refresh the messaging as well. So we needed to use their words. So by asking them a few times what they were struggling with, you know, what they needed help with, how they said things is what we used on the sales pages. So I'm trying to think of an example, but if they might have said something like, I feel like I'm trying everything to be visible and nothing's working because of the algorithm right now. We would use that in one of the emails or we would use it on a sales page because that's how they were feeling. And that always means they'll resonate more with what you're, what you're selling. So when you need to sell daily and you don't have warm up time, you need to make sure your messaging gets right to the point. We couldn't faff about with it. This is a nice to have. We had to kind of say, you know, this is what we're selling. This is how it will help you. So if your audience is saying it's noisy out there, so they don't feel heard, for instance, use that in your marketing. So they know you can help them feel heard, like get straight to the point of what you're selling, which is different how we do things for our like yearly ones. We warm up, we educate beforehand. We didn't have time to do that. We had like five days maximum for each launch we were doing. And messaging was the biggest thing I would say. Like if we look at how we've sold the things we've sold, how, how we've hit all of our targets this quarter, it's because the messaging was on point. We know what's happening in the world right now. We can see what people are struggling with. We know how people are thinking and we know how we can help them with those things. Make sure that they know you can help them with the problem they're having and they will buy from you because everyone will buy to solve their problem. And messaging that worked a year ago won't work now, which I'm sure you know. Number four, I got, this is a mindset thing. I got very clear with myself that I wouldn't care if people unsubscribed or unfollowed. You know, I knew that that was going to happen. You can't sell every day and expect people not to be annoyed, especially when you're using the everyone tag every time you do something, which I knew I was going to do in my Facebook group. I knew it was going to cause havoc, but I knew I was going to do it anyway. Because the purpose of the exercise was to give my audience who were yet to purchase anything from me. Remember, I didn't have a new audience. This was to an audience that I'd had for some time. And I wanted to put out enough things that anyone that hadn't bought from me yet was like, oh, I haven't bought from Lisa before because she hasn't brought anything out that I need, but I need that thing. So doing a variety of seven different things would give enough things that all of them should need to buy something. So that's why we're putting out lots of different offers. So if the purpose of the exercise was to have people in my audience that had never bought anything by, if they were going to get offended or annoyed by me selling and leave, that didn't matter because they'd never bought anything before anyway. So if they're going to be like annoyed about it, why do I want them on my list? It was a great cleansing and social media cleansing exercise. And I would do it again for that reason alone. It helped clear people that were never going to buy, that get annoyed with people selling. They're not my ideal client. So yeah, and I did use the everyone tag on every sale. Some did leave. On social media, for the month that we were doing this, we we didn't, uh, social media didn't go down, but we had the same amount of people follow as unfollow for one month on Instagram. I know that Instagram had a little bit of a crash in the middle of that. Lots of people, you know, got wiped with like thousands of followers. It could be that that happened to us, but I actually think it was just real. It was just people were leaving because they didn't like that I was selling rather than, you know, just giving free advice a lot of the time. I was selling instead. I did give some free advice, but I was selling as well. 
But in business, my purpose is to sell things. That's why we have a business. So when I looked at it, I'll take the sales over the growth of Instagram or the growth of my list because the purpose is to make money. So, you know, I'd rather that than a vanity metric that doesn't mean anything because there are people on my list or people in my Instagram that are never going to buy anything. Why has that helped me? It might make me look good to the outside world, but it doesn't pay my employees. <laughs> so it didn't matter to me. And the fifth thing that I did was I talked about the things I was selling more than once and every single day somewhere. The algorithm's tricky right now. So you need to be saying what you have more than once. And you need to be saying it in different ways because things resonate with people in different ways. So you might say what you're selling and how it can help someone in one way. For instance, let's take visible as a good example. So some people will want visible because they don't know the strategy of how to get visible. So I might say something along the lines of, you know, we're going to tell you all the different ways to have a multi-layered visibility strategy. We're going to go through it step by step so that you know which ways you can choose to do it. That will hit some people. But to somebody else, me saying, we're going to talk about the mindset of why you're too scared to be visible and why you know you need to be visible, but you, you know exactly what you need to do, but you're not doing it because you're scared of being judged. We're going to do that invisible. That hits a completely different set of people. So you're selling the same thing, but you're using different things because there's lots of different people that have different needs buying the same thing. So you're hitting those different kind of points where they know they need it, like the reasons that they want to buy it. So we talked about it a lot more than I would normally talk about the things I'm selling, like literally every day, whether on Instagram, Instagram stories, my email list, like Facebook, my personal page, everywhere I talked about it, including on here on the podcast. You'll see that I did the book. We talked about the one masterclass. did a lot more than I would normally do. Yeah, and it worked. All of this has worked. And that was that. We made money every day. There hasn't been a day for the past eight weeks where money and quite a lot of money hasn't come in um, because of the things that we're selling. And it's made, it's taught me so many things. It's taught me that actually we don't sell enough. We you know, we nurture so much and we give so much for free. And I'll still always do that. There'll always be free things that you can get on my website, things like that. And we do need to show our personalities when we do all of these things, but we can sell every single day. And if you need help, like if you're like, I need to learn how to do this, then I have two masterminds open at the moment. One is Level Up, which is an evergreen mastermind where you can learn different business models. It's for people that really want to get to the kind of the six-figure mark and aren't there yet and want to learn about different business models and ways of doing that that are authentic to them and their personality and their strengths. And then I also have open at the moment for a while, Destination Inspiration. So this is for people that are trying to get to the seven-figure-plus mark. It's a true high-level mastermind. And it's very small, very curated. We start in January, but we're interviewing now. So if that's something of interest, you know, email me if either of those you think you might want to come in and learn how you can be making money like this, then um, just email lisa at lisajohnson.com and I'll have a chat with you about which one might be right for you and whether we can even help you. We can't help everyone. Um, yeah, we're not here for everybody, but it might be that it's the right place for you to be in 2023. I hope that's helped you realize that you can also sell every day and it's not going to have this big effect of everybody leaving and no one buying from you. It's a really good thing to do right now while the economy is like it is, especially if you have low cost products to sell as well as the higher cost products so that there's a variety of people that will buy from you. 
But yeah, let me know how you're getting on with the things that you're selling at the moment and what you're seeing online. Come into my free Facebook group, that strategy group, and you can tell me over there. You can write a post and let me know. And I will see you next week for another episode. But I hope you have an amazing week, whatever it is that you're doing. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get your hands on my brand new book that's coming soon, then you can pre-order now and get lots of juicy bonuses. All you need to do is go to makemoneyonlinebook.co.